Hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding, a show brought to you by the Draw Play, Antlion Audio, SoundCloud, and various flavors of hard whiskey. This week on the program, Savage Detective. It's the story of a hard-drinking, down-on-his-luck private eye. Stay with us as he explores tragedies both personal and not. We think you'll enjoy it. If you don't, well, you can suck our dicks. And now, the show. I want to say it was dark. I want to say it was rainy. I want to say it was late. That's how these stories are supposed to go. But it wasn't. It was 2 p.m. Reasonably nice out. Couple clouds in the sky. I had the air conditioner running. Running as well as it could anyway. These days all it did was spit nasty chemical smells into the air. But I didn't bother fixing it. The chemicals reminded me of my life and how far I'd fallen fallen into the wastelands. They call this part of town the bench. They say it's because it's where losers go to have hope slowly crushed. The only expectations for you is how fast you'll disappear. It was the perfect home. I'm Savage. Tom Savage. Private Eye. Former quarterback for the Houston Texans. Former success at the University of Pittsburgh. Those days were long behind me. I was sitting in my office, or at least what I could call an office. It was what my landlord called the storage closet. It was big enough for me. I don't need anything fancy. Just a TV, my whiskey, and my guns. You can't see me, but I was pointing to my biceps when I said that. I was watching a replay of the series. The Astros had won it all the previous night. There was celebration in the streets. I wasn't partaking. I knew what goes up must come down. Anyone with my five ex-wives could have told you that. I just didn't know when the other shoe would drop. Turns out, it was that moment. It was a forceful knock. Yet one that said, I don't know if this is the answer, but I've got nothing left to go on. I could tell my day was about to get a whole lot more interesting. I signaled for the person to come in. It won't open! You gotta jiggle the handle a little bit there, fella. Sort of lift open the door, but yeah, like that, like, like that. My door is harder to open than one of those bad pistachios. You know the ones. They barely have a crack on them and you gotta hit them with a hammer to get that nut. It's not even worth it half the time. But this person was determined to have that sweet salt in their mouth. Finally the door opened, and to my dismay I was not confronted with a dame down in her luck. It was a middle-aged white man with a cleft in his chin so deep James Cameron tried to explore it once. I'd recognize that butt chin anywhere. It was O'Brien. Back again. After what he did to me the nerve. Savage. I hate to come in on you like this, but Jesus Christ, man, how much whiskey is in here? Never enough. A man's gotta stay wet after he gets hung out to dry. Okay. Look, I'm not here about that. I need to talk to you, but why aren't you wearing pants? You told me pants were for starters. That I'd never wear the pants in any relationship. Well, O'Brien, here I am. Took it to heart. This is my territory, and my ding-dong falls where it wants. You don't have to be here. Butchin was one to judge. That man still wore track shoots. He probably slept in them. There was some red paint on the lower cuffs. I guess he was still painting his garage. He said he wanted it to look regal, bold, sexy, like his offense. We all took offense to that. His offense was a joke. Why was he here? Trust me, I don't want to be. But I need your help. I can't find Watson. 
He went missing at practice earlier today. I don't know where he went. He usually goes to the bubble tea shop with Hopkins, but DeAndre said he never showed up. Missed out on a great cup of coffee, milk, tea with tapioca bubbles. That was odd. But why should I care? Should I care about anything this man had to say? They say you can find things. I saw you find a roster spot. I know you have the instincts. I just need to know where the man is. I'm afraid something happened to him. Is that it? You send me to the bench? And now you expect me to find the very guy you replaced me with? You're gonna have to do better than that, butchin. I thought that pit on your face was the biggest asshole on you, but it turns out you are the whole asshole. Fine. Look, Savage, I might need you. With Deshaun out, we've got no one who could possibly replace him. What about Kaepernick? (laughs) (laughs) It was a beautiful moment of silence before we left. For a second, the animosity was gone. We both knew Cap would never start a football game again. He kneeled. He kneeled during the anthem. That's worse than nuking the Pope. Five times. But just like that, our mirth was gone. Look, I know you're skeptical. I would be too. But if you find him, I won't bench you. Not this week. I'll let you play. We can chalk it up to injury. Even if he's fine, I just... I want to know where he is. My job depends on it. (laughs) You drive a hard bargain, O'Brien. But if you throw in a couple bottles of Jack to replace the one I just downed, you got yourself a deal. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Think I got some in my car anyway. It didn't take me long to reach the practice facility. This old place haunted me. I tucked away my flask and entered the weight room. Immediately, I ran across JJ, my old nemesis on the force. He was busy lifting weights shaped like the USA. It didn't seem intuitive to design a barbell shaped like America. Seemed the weight would be off balance. But that's just how JJ liked it. He was he was like that. The man once ate a bear. For a snack. For dinner he ate three bears. And Goldie. 107, 108, 109, or 110. That's good enough for set three. Time for burpees. JJ, we need to talk about Deshaun. Quarterback! I left the weight room as fast as I could. JJ wouldn't be of help. The man once broke every bone in Zach Mettenberger's body for no reason than using a hashtag on Instagram. But while JJ hated QBs, he couldn't be the reason Deshaun was gone. If JJ had something to do with it, they would have found the blood. It's usually everywhere when Watt is involved. They once had to clean Ryan Fitzpatrick out of the showers with a mop. I, I don't know how that guy is still playing. I guess that Harvard education does a lot. I went to Pitt. I never survived being mopped. Instead, I went to the film room. Clowney was there. When he saw me, he nodded. Savage, huh? Thought I'd see you back here one day. I take it they haven't found Watson yet, huh? I like Jadavian Clowney. Unlike JJ, he didn't seem to be full of branded America. He was real. He could see a man and understand him on such a fundamental level as to destroy him. He could see everything, even why kids loved Cinnamon Toast Crunch. (laughs) He says it's the cinnamon sugar swirls in every bite. I don't believe him. 
I think it's because they're squares. But then again, I can't see an open man in front of me on the practice squad. And Cloudy... Cloudy can see QB's every moves. So I'll defer to his judgment. Cinnamon Toast Crunch sucks. It gets soggy faster than Alex Smith being told to throw it deep. They haven't found Watson. I've been watching the practice tapes, trying to pinpoint the moment he vanishes. I... I think I found it. Here, look, look, the play is over. He goes to whisper to Coach. I think he's saying he wants to go to the bathroom. He heads back off into the building right there, and we don't see him again, right? But, but then check this out. Two minutes later, Coach heads back in the same door apropos of nothing. I think Coach isn't telling you the whole story here. <coughs> oh, God. The cigarettes were killing me, and eh, that whiskey wasn't helping either. But this was indeed peculiar. Like a butterfly in a jet engine test facility. It didn't even make sense. How would a butterfly get in there? Coach Butchin hates going to the bathroom at the same time as other people. The man literally poops out of his face. It's degrading. But here he was, walking right into the facility right after Watson. Was his intestinal turmoil that strong? I didn't have much time to ponder it, because that's when Miller ran in the room. They found him! Oh my god, they found him! The showers! The showers! We have to get to the showers! I ran to the loo as quick as Fran Tarkin in pocket breakdown. The cops hadn't gotten there yet. Now was my chance to examine the crime scene with all that yellow tape and uppity boys in blue. There he was. The golden boy. He lied dead. Dead. In the showers. DeAndre was already in the room in complete oh, no, hysterics. No, 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 please. Oh, God, no, please. No, no, you can't make me catch passes from Brock again. No, Deshaun, Deshaun, you can't be dead. Deshaun, wake up. Don't stick me with this losers. No, no offense, Tom. No offense, Tom. None taken. I sucked. But I wasn't some RG3. I knew I sucked. Please, God, no, please, no. I can't get stuck with no QB like Andre. Please, no. Get him out of here now. I couldn't do my investigation with the hysterical receiver. Divas. The worst. A man lies dead in the shower and all Hopkins can think about is himself. They're all the same. They all want the ball. All of them. I bet even AJ Green would fight people if given enough spotlight. They're all bad. But I could understand his pain. This was the future. Lying there in a pool of his own blood. Apparently caused by a simple slip. Hey, you know guys, I just sort of hurt my knee. I'm not dead. I've been laying here for like six hours because no one's decided to help me up yet. What's wrong with you people? It was like I could still hear his sweet voice in my head. Such a tragedy to lose him so young. <sighs> I shifted his body to get a better look at his knee. It was a wreck. It looked worse than Andrew Luck's beard. It looked worse than Al Davis's face the year he died. It was horrible. Hopkins had finally stopped screaming. He was too busy throwing up at the sight. <coughs> Me. I've seen worse. I've seen Johnny Knox get folded in half. I've watched pit football. I've played pit football. Plus, all the booze. I could stomach a few tendon tears. Why are you guys still here? Get a doctor. The guy who attacked me went down the weight room hallway over there. He's probably still just down- I kept looking at the knee. The obvious missing tendons. Something was wrong. This wasn't any slip. This was sabotage. Someone Tanya Harding, this young man. Except this time, Nancy Kerrigan was dead. 
Stone For dead. fuck's sake, Savage, I'm not... Something caught my eye. The hallway to the left. The way to the weight room. Was that movement? I shot up. At the end of the hall was a shape. A man. Shrouded in darkness. The shape stood still for a moment, then bolted. I took off down the hall faster than Russell Wilson running to an abstinence education class. But by the time I reached where the shape had been, it was gone. Nobody remained. After several minutes of wandering around the weight room, I gave up. Nothing wrong. A few bench press bars out of place, maybe, and the usual crusty oatmeal bowls. Merciless was always really bad at putting stuff back where it belonged. The man was a complete slob. Everyone knows you have to wash the bowl out after eating oatmeal or it gets crusty. But Whitney would just leave the bowls around everywhere. I walked back up the hall, only to run into Butchin himself. I saw Watson. I've never seen so much blood. I can swear I could still hear his sweet voice. But he's gone. Tom, I hate you. But I need you. We don't have a quarterback. We have a game this week. It's against the Colts. They suck. You... You might be able to not suck hard enough to lose. What do you say? He put his hand out. I didn't know where that hand had been. The guy visibly scratches his butt chin all the time. There were probably more germs on that hand than literal skeletons in Bill Belichick's closet. But this was it. It was my chance at redemption. A game against a shit team run by a coked up rich boy who didn't know Subway from Quiznos. The difference was easy. One was one was one of those restaurants had advertisements that disturbed you to the core, and the other had ads with a pedophile. I think I could do this. I could do this. I could play football again. I could pay off my gambling debts. I could buy some new whiskey. I could turn my life around. Get a good third strong contract on a team that didn't live in permanent swamp-ass Houston, Texas. I shook his hand. It was the only sane thing to do. I don't remember much of the game before the final drive. Hell, I doubt anyone did. Someone afterward told me I was 9 for 29 at one point. I believe it. It was all such a blur. I kept getting distracted by Chuck Pagano crying softly to himself after every play. But that final drive... I had a chance! I drove the field. I reached the end zone. One TD catch and we would win this game. And I got strip-sacked. It was over. My time was over. I might play again, but now it wouldn't even be noticed, even if I won. I just doomed this team to irrelevancy. I went back to my office. I looked at my case file on Watson. His girl had shown up at my desk the other day, insisting the man wasn't dead. And to please have me tell the world the truth, I couldn't look her in the eye. Grief does powerful things to a widow. She said his sweet voice was as strong as ever. It hurt my soul. This case, this case was cold. Colder than Watson's body in the morgue. Colder than Green Bay. In space. We'd never find the truth. I was three quarters of the way into my daily stupor when Butt Chin walked in. I knew you'd suck, you drunken ass. Even then, you still surprised me, Savage. I guess we're stuck together for the rest of the season. <laughs> but then... 
then, my friends, we are home free. Uh, I could barely manage a sentence, but this caught my ear. We're... we're free? What? What do you mean, we're? He just... he just looked at me. I slumped into my chair. A smile crept up above his butt chin. That was when I knew. The red paint on his tracksuit. It wasn't paint. The misplaced bench press bars. It wasn't merciless being a slob again. He did it. You! I'm surprised you could figure it out. But I guess somewhere in my head I knew you eventually would. But, 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 Chid, why? I hate this place. Savage, I've been trying to get fired for years. I've been throwing every bad quarterback I can think of at this team, and yet they still win games. They still employ me. I get called a quarterback whisperer, and I've already used up Ryan Mallett, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Brock fucking Osweiler, and they still employ me. I'd have taken a knee by now if I knew it wouldn't cause me to never get hired again. I thought you would be enough. But then I figured it would be even better to throw Watson in there. A rookie, so many doubted, behind a garbage line, surely I could ruin three careers at once and finally get out of this hellhole. But no. He had to set the league on fire as well as my plans. Well, I'm done. I needed him gone. I needed you back out there. And that is where you shall stay. But... I'll just tell. I'll just tell the fans you did it. I'll tell everyone. You won't. You won't even remember this conversation. And even if you do, you'll go along with it. Because I know you hate it too, you dollar store Nicolas Cage looking ass shit for skills quarterback. You want to play. You want to relax. You want out of Houston too. To go fly back to your little home in Pittsburgh. And that's why you'll go out there and suck major dick every week this season, because we both need this. I don't care if you suck so hard you never get another job, you are my ticket out of here. So take the paychecks and get some CTE, and for fuck's sake, STOP STARING AT MY GODDAMN CHIN! He left me lying in my own filth. Just like Jameis Winston, I tried to eat the W, but ended up biting off more than I could chew. He had me. He had me like the Rams had the Giants for dinner. I was going to go out there and play every week because I had no other choice. Sometimes the hero doesn't win in the end. But then again, that would imply I'm the hero of this story. I'm no hero. I'm a dollar store Nicolas Cage looking ass shit for skills quarterback. I'm Tom Savage, B.I. And you better get used to me, because I'm somehow the starting quarterback for the Houston fucking Texans. That's it for this week's episode of Savage Detective. What will he be up to next? We don't know. Tune in and find out at some point. This is your host, Play Dave Rapocho, along with his co-partner Sam Grizzis. Wishing you a safe and secure night.
So, so we tried something new today. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hey. So, <laughs> uh, hello. So, we just wanted to try something a little different. I was driving to work one day, and I, I this idea just popped into my head. And it was originally probably going to be a comic, but it, it was too big for a comic. <clears throat> and I'm just like, well, there's got to be some way I can sort of do this, right? And I didn't want to save it until, like, the off season, where I could do a series of comics when there's no news. Because this is the middle of the season. So I just started talking in a dumb, dumb, oh, I'm Tom Savage voice on the way to work. And this came out of it, and I just... We just wanted to do it and see what people thought. And we hope you liked it. If you did like it, please let us know, and we can definitely come up with more skits. Hopefully ones that hurt my throat less. A little less. bit less, yeah, yeah. I'm not say. sure if you could tell how bad I was suffering yeah, there. Yeah, it was a choice. <laughs> I, I'm not a person who yells or screams or really raises his voice very much. So I don't have very powerful vocal cords, mm -hmm. and I was getting murdered there. It, it'll be edited out, but there was like a 10-minute break where yeah. I just had to sit there and drink water <laughs> for a while, because I was, I was, I was like close to coughing up blood. Damn, dude. How, you how gotta give it all for the art, Yeah, man. Lay, lay it all out there. Lay it all out there. For sure. For sure. Yeah, no, seriously, let us know, because this was a ton of fun. Dave, Dave wrote this one, but, like, I would be more than happy to, like, I was thinking, like, if you guys want, I could do a flow radio drama. Like, we could we could kind of get a little bit buck wild. Probably not so much during the season, I'm assuming. Like, this, this would be, like, prime off-season content. Um, or, I guess, if it's a slow week, but... But yeah, no, we're we're interested because this is this is a very new thing and it's going to be a very different episode than than you're used to with less of the less of those good bants that that banter that you know and love. So, yeah, please please let us know. Tweet at us if you have suggestions on like on things you would like to see more of, things to see less of. We we really appreciate that. Kind Just of thing. to hit, like if you have ideas for like little skits and stuff like that. We it would be great to have like a little skit per episode. Yeah, just, to, just like some. It doesn't even have to be as long as this one was. This one was mm -hmm. a bit extensive. Yeah, this for is what we were doing. This is gonna be. A... We could definitely do like a dumber, like quick humor sketch featuring characters. Yeah, like to but... open up an episode for like five minutes or something. Yeah, or like open in the or middle, close an episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just something, and maybe in the future we'll have we'll actually talk to Tom Savage once or twice and be like, hey, how how's our Savage update yeah. doing? And just be like, <laughs> oh, I sucked. <laughs> but I did solve a crime. It was a really mundane crime. I, I caught a shoplifter at Macy's. And then they, like, let him go because it was only a, a t-shirt that said no fear on it. And he just put it back. He was also 13 years old. So I guess I'm kind of the one that really looks bad in this situation because I just kind of grabbed a 13-year-old. It's part of the job. It is. It is part of the job. So, yes, that is that. Is that. Um, we still have plenty of time. We could still talk about some football. Yeah, let's, let's talk about some football. We got some time left. 
we might as well just straight up start with the Houston Texans. Yeah, God, we were we were literally talking about this during that break while Dave was like drinking water and like talking in his regular voice to massage his vocal cords back into action. Uh, it fucking sucks, man. In a practice ACL tear, you go down. You're like you are the most exciting quarterback in football, and now you know your team isn't going to make the playoffs, and we don't get to see you until next year. Fucking sucks. It blows major chunks. I I couldn't help but feel really bad for Houston fans because they could didn't even get 24 hours of happiness after the Astros win before another of their sports teams came crashing to the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's jeez, it's fucking can't can't let anyone enjoy anything. There've been two of those, right? It was like it was like last year Cubs fans it was like the Cubs won, and then I think, like, the the way it worked, it was like we had maybe a week or four days to celebrate before Election Day last year. So, like, that kind of put the kibosh on all the celebration, huh? And then, like, this year it's the same thing with Houston. It's – is there going to be, like, a a curse? A fucking World Series curse? No. I hope not. That would be very no. sad. I think Houston wouldn't have won the World Series to begin with if they hadn't gotten the tragedy bump. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. We were talking this about was, that on the show. Yeah, this was, oh, hey, uh, Houston, now now you're really wet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we got to tip the scales. Uh, here, have a sports team victory. Yeah. That, that changes Yeah, that changes everything. everything. That, that fixes that it. That heals. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, wait, um... No, I mean life still sucks. All right, here's here's another kick. Yeah, we, in the nuts. yeah, really, really, just one swift kick in the dick and balls. Oh. Not great, not great for Houston. I'm not excited to see. Somehow Tom Savage got like seems to have gotten fatter. I don't know. He 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 looks like he is it's all the whiskey. Man. I guess. Yeah, yeah. He he looks puffy to me. He looks like a slightly puffy quarterback version of Nicolas Cage. Yes. If you have yeah. not Googled a picture of Tom Savage, Google a picture of Tom Savage, and you'll wonder why Nicolas Cage is not getting credit for this role. Yep, yep. I mean, he plays quarterback about as well as current Nicolas Cage would Probably. play quarterback. Has Nicolas Cage ever played a like a quarterback in, like, hold on, let me, let me Google. Nicolas Cage, Cage, quarterback. I'm going to see if he ever played a quarterback in a movie. No, but there is... <laughs> uh, this is... The, the only results I'm finding are the Texans' new quarterback looks just like Nick Cage. <laughs> and then there's one on Iowa State quarterback Jacob Park. Literally looks like Nicolas Cage. So apparently he's never played... He's never played a quarterback, but a lot of quarterbacks, and by a lot, I mean two quarterbacks look like him what if he is tom savage and this is the role of a lifetime never seen him never seen him in the same room together have no i've never seen tom savage and nicholas cage in the same room together have you listeners listeners please have you seen nicholas cage and tom savage in the same room together actually have you seen tom savage and john travolta in the same room together, or all three of them. Jesus Christ! They they might be a uh, 
bit of a face swap. Yeah, face off scenario. On. Yeah. What if I need to? It's I, oh my goodness. What if Tom Savage is actually John Travolta? Oh God. And well, no. What if this whole time? What if they actually switched faces in in the movie Face Off, and and that was when John Travolta became Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage became John Travolta. But then John Travolta, as Nicolas Cage, decided to become a quarterback. The role of a lifetime. The role of a lifetime. I need to sidebar really quick. Um, so my friend Maraid, uh, her so her husband told her that like not told her, but they were like talking, and and her husband was like, you know, you you you, you like doing all these things, maybe like do you have a hobby? Like, and she was like, no, no, I should find a hobby. Um, so what she picked for her hobby is she she's gonna go through and watch. E- just every Nicolas Cage movie. Every single every one? Every single one. There are like 63, I think she told me. And I... I don't even know if that's a hobby. That's not a hobby. That's a torture that's is what like, I told her. Yeah, that's, that's not a hobby. That's like... A, that's a mistake. It is a mistake. Well, because because you get to like... There are good ones, right? You can get to Raising oh, Arizona. You get to movies. National there's, Treasures. There's bad ones fun. that are entertaining. Yeah, but like... Jesus, putting yourself through that as a thing, like, it, that is a gauntlet. That is a marathon. That is something that you live stream for charity. Like, you're like, yeah, I'm going to, this weekend, I'm going to watch all 63 Nicolas Cage movies to support, like, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Donate. And, like, donate. And, like, I don't know, I'll do other things, too. Like I'll I'll watch the animated. She's gonna watch G Force, that movie where Nicolas Cage voiced a hamster oh. that goes to space or something. Uh. Is she gonna watch every single thing he's been in, or just every single? It's mo- movie? it's movies, it's movies, but movies that he did voices for account too. Okay, that's. I guess that's a thing, even if he only has like a bit part. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's not ideal. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just tell your to... tell your friend that um she doesn't really understand what the word hobby means. I I <laughs> I have, I have. Good, 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 good. It's it's too late for her. Though. It is. It is way too late. So this was actually both simultaneously a really funny week in football and a really shitty week in football. There were very few good games. They were all kind of shit games, but a lot of the stuff that happened either surrounding or in the games was kind of funny. Yeah, and or fun. There was some fun shit or that just, happened, too. Uh, in Jaguars-Bengals, which was oh, just... God, like, Jesus the, Christ. All right. First off, it is now confirmed that the Jaguars do not win every other week. They win every odd week. Every, yes, right. Every week they... Every even week, Mm -hmm. they lose. They have lost every even week. Last week, they were on bye. It was an even week. This week, they won. So they technically won two in a row, but they were both on bye. But separated by one week, right? They, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's it's a calendar thing, not a, like, not a game thing. It's good to finally know for sure what the streak is. Exactly. Because it was highly, we didn't know. Until that bye week hit, we wouldn't know, and now we do. So... Uh, pick against the Jaguars next week. But 
in this game, there was a fight. We had lots of fights, but this was the big fight, the one that everyone was probably talking about the most. And Jalen Ramsey, who is a very good player and big trash talker and also seems like kind of a dickweed, somehow managed to snap A.J. Green, causing really? A.J. Green to go full Andre Johnson on him. He, Jesus, he, yeah, it was, he put him in a sleeper hold, literally. He put him in the hold. He he, he threw a punch at, at a guy with a helmet on. Again, what? What? Don't punch people who have helmets on, you, you dummies. But then he, like, body slammed him. He body slammed him twice. He body slams him twice, gets starts throwing punches on the ground. It, it breaks up. They Both players got kicked out. It was, it was great. It was the only thing in the game worth watching. Very true. Very true. We should, was, we should go, okay. we should, we should go to the other fight. The other fight? Yeah. Oh, do you mean the Mike Evans fight? Yes, I do. So, uh, and another blowout, the Saints played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are honestly like a sleeper disappointment this year. Like a lot of people are talking about, oh, the Giants, they're a huge disappointment or, oh, this other team, like the Bucks have been shit all year and no one's really noticed probably until about now but that like their season is toasted over but this week was pretty emblematic of it there was a giant fight towards the end when the game was out of reach Jameis Winston dickweed that he is goes with his finger and kind of like antagonizes one of the Saints players I forget who it was just kind of like pokes him in the back yeah of yeah kind of like just being a baby it was yeah like, it was like is... a it was like it it wasn't just a poke in the back of the head like it, it seemed like it had some force behind it a little bit you know it looked it watching him do it it looks like you know when you got two dumbass kids in the back of your minivan and uh, one's being like, don't touch me. And the other one's like, I'm not touching you. Except he's actually touching them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it reminded me of. It, it was Jameis Winston being like, oh, I'm, I, <laughs> and then the Saints player just like turns around, gives Winston a shove, like, fuck off. Dude. Yeah. And then Mike Evans. Oh pounces. my God. It literally pounces. It was, it was fucking a crazy. Pounce. He jumps on him and then throws a punch. And then that it got broken up at that point, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, somehow Evans did not get ejected. No, but that's I, so that's that's the thing is that's why I this is in my opinion that's why he got suspended. Yeah, right. That because because in the uh, Ramsey Green fight, uh, both of them got uh, ejected, and neither got suspended, even though. And I think AJ Green probably should have been suspended. I agree. I put someone in a sleeper hold and then did a literal 316, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Lou Thez press on him, but just fucking punch him in the face. I, you know, suspend him for that. Just, you, you can suspend him for that. Like, I, I understand he was apologetic. Yeah, and yeah. And say sorry, and he's going to get fined. That's the kind of you, you got to suspend the player for that, you know. Send the message, mm-hmm. that sort of mm-hmm. thing. It doesn't like, mean you're a shitty pretty, dude. Yeah, it just it just means this is unacceptable behavior. It cannot be tolerated. It's it's literally. I it, I mean, it's the equivalent of like your boss calls you into their office and is like, "Hey, so 
Remember when is a really, really funny joke when I told you to write that like company-wide email, you sent me a draft that said, ha ha ha, dongs everywhere, and then and then like 36 pictures of of different colored and shaped penises, like the drawings that you've made, and then you sent it like to me as a goof, because you thought it'd be super funny. You accidentally sent it to the whole company. So reply all so fucking so fucking watch it like yeah so fu- it's like the equivalent of that you know it's, uh, sure the like the money hurts right and that i guess that is the difference is that stuff like this at the pro level it costs them money but it's you, you know it's it's the equivalent I've, this... I've heard from a lot of players that it's not really the money that hurts as much as the suspension yeah is. right right because they want to play and while i don't career. think aj green is a high candidate to do this again yeah the fact that he did it in the first place was astonishing still like you gotta send the message you gotta set precedent that sort of thing like we all know that if aj green had kneeled instead of punching oh, he would have be, been suspended he'd be gone forever so yeah you gotta you gotta hold up standards mm-hmm. here I'm excited to see how the um, uh, legal case plays out. Did you hear, like, how many people have already been deposed, like, for the case? Who is it? It's, like, four owners, including Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones, uh, have, like, been not indicted, I don't think is the right word, but they've been deposed. They're going to have to testify individually and independently. Like, it seems like this case is moving forward, kind of. Which is fucking crazy. Something is happening. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not confident that I'm. I'm not enough of a lawyer to really know if this is normal situation, like normal procedure, that sort of thing. So, yeah, we're both we're both talking out of our ass. Yeah, here. for sure, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. What well, I want to get back to the Bucks for a second, please, because while the fight was the second most interesting thing to come out of this game, the first wasn't actually in the game it was before the game and i'm sure you've seen it i'm sure a lot of most people have seen it at this point. we alluded to it in the uh um in the radio play so Jameis winston's a weird dude and he comes from the ray lewis school of complete nonsense pump-up speeches except he's worse at it yeah, Ray Lewis is mostly just, like, weird god shit. But Jameis Winston feels like he's trying really hard to come up with something memorable. But, I mean, to his credit, he is. <laughs> but not in the way he wants it to be. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't, if you haven't looked this up somehow, please, God, Jesus do. Jesus Christ. It is the funniest, most awkward thing and completely emblematic of everything wrong with the Bucks this year. He goes, "Hey guys, you see, you see this, you see this W." And then he sticks his fingers in his mouth, like like sucks off his fingers and holds up his hand in the shape of a W. He's just like, "I want you to eat this W. Want you to eat it? This W. I want you to eat it. I want you to eat this W tonight. Who's gonna eat this W tonight?" In the background. You see all the Bucks players just standing there, like, "What?" The yeah, fuck? yeah. It, it, that's the other thing is is when Ray Lewis did it, like some in the tone of his voice or his demeanor, people were like, "He was able to pump Ray his Lewis team up, is a right?" Preacher. Yeah, exactly, Lewis, exactly. He's had that preacher mentality where mm-hmm. he he knew he knew how to talk, he knew how to present. Charisma. Listen, it's just a 
dude yelling. Yeah. And it's weird and awkward and bad. Right. Yep. Not great. Not a good look. No. Yeah. It's it's also I think the like the best thing to come out of it was the picture of Deshaun Watson, like the still frame of Deshaun Watson in the background just looking like he's he's really questioning his career decision. Yeah. <laughs> he is anywhere. Yeah, for sure. Gross. Don't oh. don't put your fingers in your mouth like that anybody. Please. Please please don't. It's very gross. It's not what you want in your mouth. You don't want your fingers in your mouth like that. No. And not, not like biting your nail fingers. Like this was this was like fellatio basically of his own. It fingers. really was. It 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 didn't. He he got it all got it in all there. Fucking in there. It was it was not great. He he was touching his tonsils with his fingers. There. Like it was it was. Deep. Listen, my dude. I know you want to talk about this for the for the rest of the podcast. For, for, Why aren't we? Because because we need to move along to the thing that you don't want to talk about. Oh, the thing I don't want to talk about? You mean how the Giants are complete and utter trash? Yeah, and, and, and then it might be the end of Eli Manning's... Like, this might be the end of two careers on the Giants in Ben McAdoo and Eli Manning. Um, I want to know your so, take, because people are... People, like, I I don't believe it. Like, I think that Eli is going to be around for a lot longer. But a lot of people who are smarter than me and know more things than me are saying that, no, like, they're thinking about, like, they're going to clean house, Ben McAdoo's going to get fired, and with him is going to go Eli Manning. And that's going to be it. You see, I'm not worried about that. I am I know the Giants are starting to look at quarterbacks because at this point you have to. Okay. Like, if you're drafting, if you're going to draft top five, which the Giants are very, very likely to do, you're you kind of have to look at a quarterback situation unless you already have one in his prime mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Eli's old. Yeah. He might still have some time left in him. And I certainly think he still has the ability left in him to be okay. If he has better coaching, blah, 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 better line, but better receivers, when you're, when you're in this situation, you got to look and see if maybe there's a guy to replace him with. I, sure. I think he'll stay on the team. I don't think we're going to get rid of him the same time we get rid of McAdoo because I think most people know that Eli isn't the big problem here. I The thing I'm most worried about is McAdoo being a fucknut trying to God, save his job by benching Eli basically to start Davis Webb or whatever, whoever's yeah, him, who in an attempt to sort of like get a feel for them and basically end Eli Manning's Iron Man streak. Yeah, which is... Not because of injury, but just because he's a dickweed trying to save, save his, his own job. job. I really like the word dickweed. Yeah, you do. Know. It's a great word. It's a great word. I mean, that, it perfectly describes Ben McAdoo. He is a dickweed. Mm-hmm. I, we talked about this with Hugh Jackson, right, uh, a couple weeks ago, or maybe even last week, where it's one of the worst things that a team can have is a coach that is coaching for his job that is not going to make the playoffs, right? Because then at that point, like, you don't, you don't go full tank. You don't try something new in, like, throwing your entire weight behind. So, like, if he were to say, if he were to say, we're going to move forward with Davis Webb for the rest of this season because it's a lost season and we want to get him in game reps. 
would you be as mad? Like it would suck that the, it would suck that the streak was over, right? I but uh, I want Eli to start every game, but if they want to pull him in like the first quarter, oh sure, fine. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like they they just they owe Eli that Eli's they do. been there longer than any of the coaching staff has. Eli is a rock. Giants fans love that's, him. That, no, that's super. That's super true. That's super true. I'm if, just saying, like it's so wishy washy. If they do this to Eli, he he will be. It, like the Giants fans will be madder than they already are. It it will be absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. My the way I see this working out is I don't I don't see the Giants being the midseason fire type. Yeah. But, um, it's getting to the point where they might have to do it anyway, and it, like there's been a lot of stories that just popped out today that. Like they're they're thinking about giving Spags the interim job and just really do and like I didn't see the, that it was That's it was a rumor kind of buck wild it was it was some small reporter that I think was trying to get his name out there so I don't I don't trust the uh, the tweet very off very much sure, yet yeah. I don't think it should be given any real consideration yet nah. but it oh god. If they fire him, they they will give Spags a part time job, and I hope they still suck after that. Because if we win like three or four games under Spags, they're gonna they're gonna hire him full time, and it's gonna be a fucking. That's gonna disaster. be a shit show. It really is. Holy shit! It's fucking really Sophie's choice. I, like, I not think great. a lot's gonna depend on this next week when they play the 49ers, who are completely winless. If they lose to the 49ers and it's a not a good loss, like it's it's not even close, like it's not even competitive, it's a bad loss. I I think there's a pretty good chance McAdoo's. Gonna I, I I completely if agree. I think wins, I, I will say if he I think beats the Niners. I think he'll probably stick around till the very end of the season like last few games before they genuinely decide to jettison him yeah 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 i i don't i don't disagree with that i think i i but i will say i don't think it needs to be a particularly bad loss i think if they lose to the 49ers he's gone I, I honestly i just like because they've been trying to i mean the that we've been talking about this for weeks about how the Giants have been underperforming, even without like the receivers. Like there were, there were flashes. You have, you still have like young talent on this team. It's not, it's hard to find. the The epitome of the Giants not trying is on the ridiculous third and thirty three conversion yep. for a touchdown yep. by Robert Woods. Robert Woods, he already had the first down this point. Eli Apple has a perfect tackle line on him and then made a business decision <laughs> and basically let him walk by. Yep. Well, hey, could you blame him? No, I can't. Shoot. No. <laughs> I, there are a lot of reports try. from anonymous anonymous uh, players have been saying that McAdoo has completely lost the rock room and they all hate him. Um, it. I completely buy this because random players are getting suspended for violating team rules team and fi- rules. like like DRC, he got suspended for a game because he violated something and got in an argument. Janoris Jenkins, he he missed the Rams game, which I'm sure he would have loved to have played yeah. in because he, against his former team, but because he you know violated some some team. Was rules. that one like, when he just kind of missed a 
or came late to like a workout or something to like a I don't an know. optional team it, workout. It's pretty clear McAdoo has lost the locker room completely. Yeah, I, and this team does not care about him at all. So that's again, that's that's my other thing is I think that these these reports of McAdoo losing the locker room, we were talking about those early in the season. I think we were talking about them in the preseason about how like it it doesn't seem like anyone on the team really respects Ben McAdoo at all. I mean, how could there you? were have whispers? You yeah, name? or have you seen him? Like yeah. the way he looks, he he always looks like his mom like took away his Xbox. That is his static face. He he looks like a guy who probably has X Men figurines in his basement. Yeah, yeah. Not even like and not he's even really like proud out. of like a vintage Nightcrawler. Right. He doesn't even doesn't doesn't even like have him out on display. Just has him in the basement as if it, like squirreling them away. Not even proud of his nerdiness. Just trying to like squirrel it away so no one can no one can see them. But everybody knows. Everybody knows. Just be yourself. Live your truth. Yeah, Giants. They're a mess. They're going to be an interesting case to follow. It's definitely coming to the point where, like, the Giants have this this attitude of just like we're a premier franchise. We're the uh, we're th- we're the old guard. We're th- we're the old money. We're prestige. And the fans have that have that. Uh, they have that same too. attitude. Yeah. They're a bunch of bunch of old Italian butt munches who are just like sit down. It's a game. Mm-hmm. Like like. Mm-hmm. Everything I've heard is that Jets games are so much more fun to go I'm to. I'm sure. I'm sure because the expectation for the Jets, at least at the beginning of the season, was that they were going to be dog shit. And suddenly, hey, Josh McCown is a legitimate start in deep fantasy leagues, right? What the hell? It's it's crazy. I So the Giants do not like to look embarrassed no like we fired tom coughlin for a less embarrassing i totally forgot that you fired coughlin i totally forgot they they let him walk and didn't fix any of the real problems in the office it was they just let tom coughlin go because they were embarrassed that it was a subpar season this is the worst season they could possibly be having more or less yeah and yeah it's the giants are not going to stanford and honestly like that's kind of why I hope it continues to get worse. Because the more it gets worse, like the more they'd be willing to just get rid of everyone instead of hanging on to Spags or hanging on to Jerry Reese like they did last. That's time. right, exactly. That's so that and that goes back to what we were saying about how sometimes the worst thing a team can have is a coach that is coaching for his job. Because that's the thing. Is right it, now. Oh, the worst thing that could happen to the Giants is they do fire McAdoo, Spags comes in, and they, and they win, start to win three games. or four games, yep. and they look good, and that makes Mara and Tish and them go, okay, maybe we'll give them another year. And then Jerry Reese stays, and then Spags stays at the head yep. coach. I don't think McAdoo has a chance of staying at this point. Mm-hmm. We would have to win the remaining eight games for McAdoo to have a chance, and that's not going to fucking No, happen. no way. Not in a million years. It's a, it's a question of whether or not, like... I mean, yeah, it's, it's a question of whether or not it's mid-season or end-of-season, at least in my opinion. And I again, I think that if if you lose against the 49ers, it will happen, like, 
the next day. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it will be. I'm I'm genuinely interested in seeing what mm-hmm. is going to become of all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. 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 But this is so. You know how I uh, mentioned uh, Eli Apple making a business decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I just wanted to bring this up because we are a little bit less time to talk about football. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. We're, we're gonna have thing. to actually wrap up I, soon. I couldn't let this go by. So Tony Romo made a little snarky dig at Deion Sanders because a player didn't make a tackle. You know, he made a business decision. And Deion Sanders, bastion of douchebaggery that he is, basically went in on Romo in the softest display of softness since Kevin Durant defended himself using a Twitter bomb. Yeah, God, like, it was not... This was pathetic. It was not a good look. Like, oh my God, you gotta laugh at yourself. You really do. Like, Romo made a little joke, Uh which was completely right, because Deion Sanders himself has straight up said that he made business decisions, that he he didn't get paid to tackle. Yeah. Like, Like, good corners don't have to tackle, that sort of thing. Like, it's... He's straight up admitted he he never wanted to tackle. That was like one of the things that everyone knew about Deion Sanders. It was an open secret. He was a very good cover corner and he didn't like to tackle. That was that's like the biggest knock against him his entire career was the fact he didn't like to tackle. So him getting all uppity about Tony Romo's little snarky comment was so weak. He was he was shook. Oh my god, that was pathetic. Shut up, dude. Not great. Not great. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. See see, see what I did there? Did you, you, like, read or, like, watch his... his, He's like, I wanted to take the high road, but, like, I couldn't find the address for the high road this time. It's just like, well... Stop. Oh, my God. Just either go in or don't, you know? Make a decision. Make a decision. Be fun. There was a point in time for a while when Deion Sanders like first more or less came on the air and he was and he, he was there for a few years. Like I I actually kind of liked him because I thought it was kind of like an act. Like he was putting on like the primetime persona sort of deal, but the longer it goes on, the more I realize that's just really who Deion Sanders is. Yeah. He really probably does masturbate to pictures of himself masturbating. Yep. Yep. That's that's Deion Sanders. It's, uh, he's he. This this was terrible. This was a terrible look. You're for someone who's for Sanders. someone who's supposed to be like who is and for someone who was supposed to be fun, right? Who is supposed to yeah. who is who is portrayed got all as serious about it. Yeah. Oh. Why? I think that's what really sold it because he was so serious about it, and there are so many fun little. Uh, like bar backs that he could have delivered there. Yeah, because it was it was always like it was never it was never mean. Really, it was just a little dig. It was just a little dig. Like, hey, I mean, I when Romo was playing, I I never would have tackled either. I just would have been like running back the other way with the ball. Like, like there's so many ways he could have sent a playful dig back at Romo, but he didn't make a playful dig back at Romo for a fun, amusing back and forth. He got all serious because his butt was super hurt. And fuck you, Deion Sanders. Be more fun. 
That goes for everybody. Even people listening. Be more fun all the time. Laugh at yourself because we all kind of suck a lot. Absolutely. Is there anything you wanted to talk about this week? I, I did want to just mention that I'm... So a lot of the games are dog shit, but I think that what's getting lost in the fact that, you know, everyone's complaining about, like, competitiveness and there haven't been many com- really competitive games this year... This has been a banner year for the Red Zone channel. There are so many teams that have, like, legitimately super fun offenses to watch, like the Rams in particular. Uh, I mean, the Eagles, I know, I, I know, I know. But their offense is super fun to watch. There are so many teams, uh, yeah, there's so many teams that if you are watching on the Red Zone channel, it's just, it is, it's crack cocaine injected right into your veins it's super fucking cool so like i i don't know i'm i'm a fan even though like a lot of the better offenses have regressed uh there are tons of teams this year it's not just like oh the falcons are like a really good offense no it's like jared goff is out of nowhere putting up video game numbers right i like it a lot it's pretty good it's pretty good. There's a lot of there's a lot of excitement to be had for certain people. Mm-hmm. 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 So I would like to uh, bring up our poll from last yes, week. Yes, please do. How do you fix the Cleveland Browns? This one was a close one. This one was a close one. Were necromancy and exorcism. Mm-hmm. So the winner with sixty percent, and there were six hundred and thirty-five votes. A lot of votes. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people glommed on sixty percent chose exorcism. Yeah, I think the real winner was the guy that was like, "You, you got to collect all the Dragon Balls, though." Shout out to that guy. Yes, I wish we had thought of that first. Yeah, that was the best answer. It was collect the Dragon. It balls. was really, really, really good. I appreciated it very much. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm scrolling down because I want to try to find the actual. Uh, the actual tweet yeah there we go there we go here here it is uh your team sucks at football in hell that was a really good one shout out at jm crisco move move the team to baltimore another great one uh by detruf at atl falcons 37 and then yeah so so that was a joke that that people uh people made oh oh that's right it fucking twitter hit it because it's like yeah. it was like we're gonna we're gonna verify Nazis on our platform, but but hey, if you don't want to see this tweet that says Dragon Balls on it, you have to you have to click a button if you want to see that tweet. At Time Waster ninety eight just says Dragon Balls, and that was my favorite. one. That is by far the one we should have gone mm-hmm. with. That mm-hmm. was perfect. Thank you, Randy at Time Waster ninety eight. Dragon Balls is how we fix the problems. Yeah, very true. Very very true. Oh, you got any ideas for a poll this week? Oh God! Um, how do we fix the Giants? How do we? Yeah, shit. Yeah, I think that's it. It's how do we fix the Giants? Uh, uh, what like ritual slaughter or I don't know, man. I don't want to get too dark on this show. I, I guess we could, like... we could we could we could make this more of a bracket thing. So how do we fix the Giants? Find all the Dragon Balls. 
uh, or fucking what was the oh, oh god uh, the wish dragon from like from that movie that I can't oh my god never ending story would that just be Dragon Ball Z the Dragon Ball no no no, 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 wish no, no the, the luck dragon the luck dragon find the luck dragon from never ending story yeah I think that'll do it from any other option no oh i can't i can't even fit that one in so we got to do another one find all the dragon balls um or uh or uh what what is like fucking okay hermione's time turner time turner what are other pop culture things that would somehow be able to fix this oh um the haunted space jam talent ball yeah the yeah yeah i think that's it the 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 space jam talent ball and i think i think that's good unless you got something you want to i'm throw trying in, to throw think of ring. an extra like movie thing that would solve the problem but i'm not really sure there is one. Mm-hmm. Oh, um uh uh we could do no we could do uh Christopher Lloyd Lloyd in the outfield. Oh god, no 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 or, or okay Angel Christopher Lloyd I think I can fit. Yeah I can. There we go. Okay. There we go. Find all the Dragon Balls, Hermione's time turner, the Space Jam talent baller, Angel Christopher Lloyd uh yes vote that works for me vote in the okay those so this is only for a day because i messed up on the poll but uh (laughs) but uh yeah uh tweet us and then the one that wins we will will tweet at the new york giants uh and at ben (laughs) mcadoo to be like hey we listen it can't be a worse idea than whatever you're gonna try and we will give shout outs to the best tweet the best responses. Yeah, yeah. If you have like suggestions that, that are better week. than ours, like you did last week, shoot. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, was there anything else worth talking about this week? Because it feels like there was, but I can't think. Probably, of probably. Not my, me either. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could. I mean, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting again. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. The Ryan Fitzpatrick cycle has come come back to haunt us. It. Jameis Winston got hurt. Ryan Fitzpatrick's gonna be good. He's gonna get paid. It's gonna happen. This is how this works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the cycle. The cycle repeats itself. It's an Ouroboros that can never be stopped. It will. It will keep going after the fucking heat death of the universe. Outside that, um, the Titans won the game. Um, the Seahawks did not. Blair Walsh saw to that. Yeah. That, that, Poor that guy. was pretty, pretty amusing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, what else? Who else won football games? Yeah, we, we can go, go down the line of who, who won at their football games. The the Raiders won their football game. Yeah, they did. Yeah, good job, the Raiders. The uh the Broncos, they're 
Man, they really peaked in week two. Yeah, they really fucking did. We can we we can talk about this for a bit. Obviously, I am Trevor Simeon, so like I I'm uh, biased here. Did you enjoy watching Brock suck? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. What I didn't enjoy was when Coach Coach Vance, as we call him, Coach Vance, Coach V, uh, told us that Brock would be starting again next week because he deserves a chance to show that he can lead the team. I guess he put up slightly more points than you I did. guess. I, you know, you can't argue with that. But at the same time, I mean, come Oof. on, dude. Come on. You're not coaching for your job, Vance. At least not yet. I mean, you might be if you keep I mean, doing shit like this. This is, this is a pretty steep fall from where they looked at the beginning of the That's season. That's true. That's very true. So... I mean, maybe, maybe I have to, I have to walk that back a bit. They'd probably be in a much bigger panic if it wasn't a first-year coach. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. The... They'll give him some time, I think. Oh, the Cardinals and 49ers also had a fight. There was oh, God, there was a fight, which that. is about the yeah, only yeah. thing in that game that was mildly interesting. Mm-hmm. That was the one like before the game, right? They they just kind of no. This was late in the game. Late in the game, uh, C.J. Bethard. Who, yeah, that's that's the name of a starting CJ, quarterback in the CJ NFL. CJ beat hard. CJ Bethard, he uh, went for he basically the, pulled a Flacco from last yep. week. Is he went down? He he slid. The defender hit him kind of hard, and then there was a scrum. Mm-hmm. The three players got ejected from the that. pride of Iowa. Pride of Iowa. Starting fights. Can there be pride in Iowa? No, probably not. Well, I mean. If you meet someone from Iowa, they'll tell you the other way. I'm sure they Everyone will. from Iowa is very proud of their farms. And and their farms. Um <laughs> They got Des Moines. That's a thing. Yeah. And 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 the I, only I, other one I saw it from the freeway once. It it looked like a smallish city. And they and there were there there's another one there that they just called Iowa again. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa City, yeah. Let's just let's just go with that. <laughs> fucking fucking burn them, burn and set fire to Iowa on this podcast about football. Burn them. Let's go. I drove all the way through Iowa, and I remember almost nothing. I'm of it. sure. I think I drove past the world's largest truck stop. No, no. I feel like I saw that. No, because the world's largest truck stop, I think, is in South Carolina. It's called South of the Border. I drove it's past a really goddamn big truck Okay, stop. I believe that. And there was a sign saying it was world's largest something. Mm, world's... I may just have been fever dreaming mm-hmm. because at that point I was almost out of Iowa and I was very bored of Iowa. It might be the world's largest truck stop in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> That, that works. That, that's that's how it works. All right, folks. I please. Uh, I think that's. I think that's yeah. enough for this nonsense. Do do let us know if you like the the little like fifteen twenty minute long there. little radio play we did because we had fun. We'd love to do shit like that again if if you're here for it. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. I don't think they're all going to be tom savage pi but they could they could have we could we could return mm-hmm. to tom savage pi mm-hmm. over the course of the season as he continues to fall apart and be just 
a dollar store Nicolas Cage ass skills for shit QB. It'll be really but weird please. if he's actually good next week. Like that that would be the biggest twist in this whole case. That would be the biggest mystery uh-huh. too. Uh-huh. How? How did it happen? How did it happen, Sam Gresses? And how can we follow you? Oh, you can follow me. First of all, I have no idea. That's probably some eldritch magics. Two, you can follow me at Sam is on Twitter at S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. Also on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. And you can read the words that I make on KissingIvankaTrump.com. Dave? I'm Drawplay Dave Rapocho and Detective Tom Savage, P.I. You can find me on Twitter at DrawPlayDave. You can find me on Facebook at the DrawPlay Comic. You can find me on Patreon, on Instagram, all this DrawPlayDave stuff. And, of course, on the DrawPlay.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.